Hey everyone, welcome to the Anarchy Podcast. 99% of traders will never make consistent profits. So why listen to the 99% of advice? On this show, we're gonna challenge some of the most hallowed and repeated tenets of trading, and in doing so, set you up to succeed where others fail. Spoiler alert, we don't have a secret strategy or magic wand that will let you skip out on the hard work of learning the markets, but we can debunk viewpoints that are holding you back. That sounds good to you, come join us. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Today we're finishing the second part of our interview with Bob. If you haven't heard part one yet, I highly recommend it. We're talking with Bob, a yet-to-be-successful trader, about his journey and challenges. We ended last episode talking about an issue Bob faces with fear of losing what he's gained when he starts having success with an account. So that's where we pick up. Hope you enjoy. I'm trying to think of a good practical way to kind of conquer that specific problem. I typically, actually the opposite, I typically string losses together. <laughs> so if I get, if I, which is why I'll take, if I win my first trade, I'll just be done because I typically do two to one risk to reward. And so if I, if I get my first trade of the day, I'll just be done. Um, but some people are different. And so, but if I lose um, and I have losing days, it tends to, I tend to chain them together because I'll get into a negative space where it's like, oh no, I'm down. Oh, woe is me. And and so you can get into a bit of a, I can get into a negative spiral. You've got the opposite problem where you get really indifferent when you're down and you don't, don't care, which is good, which is of course where you want to be. But when you're winning, then you have that fear of losing. So I, I wonder, Jordan, what are your thoughts are on like specific ways to, kind of conquer that one conquer the the fear of losing what you have essentially i think that's the key of why you say you've been great you can paper trade um because paper trading you don't have it it sounds like you have an edge sounds like honestly even if your account's down you're great but when once you start actually making money um you start you know you start you start getting fearful etc etc and so like how much how much time have you spent actually trading like quote unquote real money, whether it's prop firms or not versus uh, paper trading? Like, I'm just curious, like right now, how much out of the last 20 years or whatever, how much is that has been trading like with real stakes? Uh, probably out of the 20 years, maybe a total of a year, but not consecutive, like a right. month here, a month there. Yeah. Um. It was yeah. always a really, really small account too. Yeah. So, I mean, so it doesn't really matter the size of the account. Um, yeah. Although, but that does, that would make a lot of sense because that means uh, you've probably heard one of our, just one of our recent episodes, I think we discussed fear, mm -hmm. um, but essentially you've got to desensitize yourself to, to that. And the only way you can do that is honestly by actually doing it, using real stakes and, and getting up, um, and, and that's using real funds, right? So you can paper trade. Um, as we, I think you're the perfect example. You've paper traded for 20 years, right? <laughs> and you're you're good at it. Like I guarantee you that you're good at it, and you you're making and you could make money all day long. And if someone was to secretly attach a real account to your paper trading account, man, you you'd probably be you'd probably be a billionaire by now. <laughs> 
If only yeah. we, if we see, we, we need that. We need to make that business just uh, we do. secretly we go secretly, into We secretly hack people's MT. We secretly add copy traders to people's MT4 demo accounts. <laughs> but that's, I mean, the, yeah. the thing with doing, you've done it so long, right? You've yeah. gained, you yeah. have an edge. You have, in fact, it sounds like you have a pretty significant edge, right? So you can pretty, you can, um, you can successfully paper trade and you can do it all day, every day, and you have a lot of experience at it. So to me, it sounds like you're, man, you're real close. Cause if you, if you're, and especially if you're good with losing, like not many people are good with losing. I'm bad with losing. Like I just said, I, I tend to string losses together. You get indifferent when you, when you start losing, which is, I think that's really powerful. So it sounds to like point. to me, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, to a point, I guess. But it, to me, it sounds like, like Jordan said, getting getting some more experience, you know, doing these, you know, doing funded accounts, this is what we talk about a lot, right? Because it gives you some stakes. Once you get a little bit more experience on that, I, I, I think that's probably, you're, you're going to be in real good shape. I mean, as as long as you, as long as you put in a little bit more time into trading, with real money and you start getting those mm -hmm. funded accounts higher, that's probably the best way. I mean, it's, I guess not, you know, not some genius um, way there, but um, just putting in a little bit more time into those, into those funded accounts, giving yourself some stakes, getting, making yourself feel it, you know, and then, you know, it, you recognize it. And that's a really good thing. I mean, you're recognizing what your fear is, right. Fear of losing what you already have. That can really help yeah. you because now you can, now, you, I mean, you, I'm sure you journal that and now you can start going, yeah, man, I was afraid. I was afraid of losing what I had. <laughs> and it, it helps you put voice to those, those fears when they come up. Yeah. And then just practicing, practicing, like when you feel that fear, um, like it, when you, if you feel that way, just step away from your computer. Like don't, don't trade through it. Right. Like if you recognize that that's how you're feeling, like that's a great time to go as you said earlier i could go do the dishes go do something like don't trade when you're feeling that way wait until you're not feeling that emotion and then come back and trade like practicing you know very specifically practicing if i feel this way i'm not going to trade um we'll start also helping you know train yourself not to you know even if you feel those emotions just don't trade when you feel them right like try to go do something else distract yourself and then come back um, kind of refreshed at some other point. Again, you'll, it'll take practice, but might help as well. You would recommend that as opposed to, I mean, if I'm going to pay and I am paying for my education, <laughs> if I'm going to pay for my education, would I get, you think that would be better than to acknowledge the fear, but do it anyways to help desensitize myself to it? I think both because what I what a lot of traders do though a lot of traders do and it's a skill like have you ever gone a day not and not taken a trade like if you if you sit, if you sit down at the computer uh, to trade have you ever not traded? Uh, that'd be a tough one to answer. Probably just because of the sheer number of days, but not not too often. I usually I usually panic and get into something for fear of missing. Yeah, exactly. The, the best setup so far. Which kind of shows like that what I would be recommending is that, you know, there's there's some fear of missing out and you're also not taking I think Levi discussed this a few weeks ago. Um, you know, you're you're not just taking your A plus setups, you're taking some B's, some C's, some D's, uh, whatever <laughs> it is. And so 
practicing being able to just go, listen, there, there's two steps. You need to get over those emotions by trading as well. But you also need to learn to get over some of these emotions before you start trading, because some of these emotions, you'll, you'll save yourself a lot of time and effort and money uh, by realizing you're not in a head, the headspace to, tra to trade. And so taking a step back, even if it's just for 10 minutes, you know, take a step back, go do something else, go do some pushups, um, go wash some dishes, do something, uh, take a walk around the block, um, come back, sit down, see how you feel if you're in a better and then and then start trading. Um, but really, like, as I, as I said, I think this was a while back a few months ago. Um, there is a huge you I would highly recommend one day just sitting down in front of your computer and going today, I'm not trading, I'm just going to watch the market and just watch don't trade. Don't do anything. Just watch it and and learn because uh, over trading and taking trades that are not ideal is kind of one of the main killers of uh, of traders because they they can't they your brain starts playing with you and you start seeing setups where there aren't actually setups, uh, etc. Hey everyone, Levi here to quickly ask if you're finding value in the podcast, we would love it if you'd take a moment to follow the show and leave a review. Helps us out a lot. And enables us to bring you the best possible content. Thanks for being part of the community. We love you guys. Dude, there's this uh I, I have that I have that problem. I will look at a I will watch the charts <clears throat> and like you were kind of like you were talking about, I will watch the charts, I will watch like two or three real good setups go by <laughs> and I won't take them. Out of not out of because it broke my rules because I, I just out of fear, and then at the end of my trading time, I'll take a, a losing trade. So I'll call correctly three trades, four trades in a row, and then I'll lose the last one. I'll just take a lose a loser, a stinker, and it's so frustrating. But for me, that's because my tendency is that fear of you have that those two fears tugging at each other: the fear of losing money, which you already have, which is why you don't get into trades. You don't get into trades because you're afraid they'll, you'll lose them. And so you don't go into them. But then at the end of the day, it'll switch. My fear will will actually pivot to from fear of missing out. I'm sorry, fear of losing to fear of missing out. And so I'll have these two fears that at the end of my trading time will switch that are kind of opposed to each other. And then my fear. So my fear of losing what I already have at the beginning of my trading time makes me uh, not take good trades. And then at the end of my trading time, my fear of missing out will make me take a bad trade. And so I'll end up losing anyway, which is incredibly frustrating. But that's it's really interesting how those two fears kind of play together um, when it comes to me, um, when it comes to over trading or not, when it comes to like not getting into trades, it's just it's it's really hard Um at the end of the day for me not to take any trades still. And so I, I, I count it as a win. I've, I've told this to Jordan when I go a day without trading, it's a absolute win for me because it's, it's hard, but uh, it's, it's kind of, it's a little bit uh, like meditation. It's day trading meditation, which is you're just every time the distraction comes, you just push it away. Every time you want to trade, you just push it away and you just watch the market. I think it's really powerful. Jordan's done this before. You just sit and you promise yourself, no matter how good of a setup comes, you're just going to watch it. And it's a really good exercise. It's a really interesting exercise that helps you kind of strengthen that that part of your your psyche.
that really goes straight to what you were talking about a few weeks ago with the discipline part. I, I mm. feel the stress already thinking about that. I'm looking forward to this challenge. <laughs> Dude, it's so difficult sometimes. Cause, cause you know, the day, the day that you decide not to take any trades, your God setup will come, come along. <laughs> like, like the, the type that you'd bet your house on, you know, if you were an idiot, like uh-huh. it, it always happens. And, and because you're, again, your brain is so freaking powerful and you can see patterns and everything. And maybe it is a amazing setup, but the, the days where you choose not to trade <laughs> the best setups come along. That's how it always works. But that's part of the, like part of the, uh, building that discipline is kind of pushing through that. It's a really, it's a, is a really powerful exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Very intriguing. De- and, uh, yeah, definitely highly recommend it. So Bob, what's, you know, we don't talk specifics on strategy all that often cuz frankly, I like getting into the weeds on specific strategies is kind of It's individual. Yeah, it's very It's individual, individual and people will make money doing completely different things. I was just curious on kind of you said you switched, you know, you've switched strategies a lot. Again, this is that is standard, right? I mean, that's that's everybody who's yeah. ever, you know, traded before, you switch strategies until hopefully one day you figure out that it's not the strategy. So, you've switched a bunch of strategies. Um kind of what would you know, where are you kind of landed now? And kind of what are you putting your time into? Doesn't again, doesn't terribly matter. There's a million different ways, but I'm just I'm just curious. I'm leaning a lot more and I have really good success with the break and retest. Okay. Um because it's pretty clear if 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 I'm sane and calm and not fearing or panicking, it's usually fairly clear when it comes back to a certain level. And I've also learned to trust that even with that setup, it's okay if it goes against me. Um, I've also learned to take my stop losses a little bit larger. I don't have to get the entry exact. Mm-hmm. That's been a huge that's one. A, that's me. a huge one. Uh, jo- Jordan and I were just talking about this. Jordan was playing around with his the stop loss. Um Cause yeah, that that's a big tendency for us. Cause like you want to be the genius, <laughs> at, like at least for me, like you want to be the genius who put the stop loss like uh, just a pip above, and you just you just scalped it perfect, and you were the sniper, and you got the headshot, and then you take it ten to one. <laughs> that's that's my yeah. uh, that's my temptation, and it's, that's a that's a big one for me. Yeah, because if you get it so close, you have more room before it hits the next possible resistance. Or support, mm-hmm. where if you have a larger stop loss, there's only like a one to one or a one to two ratio before it gets to an area where you expect some sort of resistance right. to it. Right. But one one to one win a week is going to be a billion times than ten one to ten losers. Yeah, yeah, and and it's and it's also way harder to adjust your risk, right? Like if if you're if you're doing you know. The, when it comes to risk reward, I think you already mentioned it, Bob, which is you know, it doesn't terribly matter as much in that it's mostly just changes the math, but it does change your psychology, right? Like it changes how many losers you have in a row, which can affect your psychology and it can also affect your risk, right? If you're if you're doing one to five risk to reward and and uh, now you're you're expecting essentially to lose, you know, four in a row before you get a winner. It makes it a lot harder to manage that risk. So that's an interesting take. I, I I've I've found the same thing, at putting that stop loss a little bit further away, just to, adjusting for the n- natural noise of the market 
and uh, then just being, you know, being less greedy. Because for me, it was greed, right? Like a- anytime I'm trying to get my stop loss real nice and tight, it's because I'm getting greedy. And that's, and I mean, a, that's a big huh. problem for me. Yeah. And I mean, more technically from gold, I mean, it, it, gold is is traditionally quite volatile. And honestly, most more new tra- traders lose money on gold than any other uh, any other, you know, essentially pair. If you want to call it, it's kind of a pair, I guess. Um, gold dollar. <laughs> it, it go, yeah. You know, so you've got gold um, and then pound, uh, you know, pound yen. I mean, those two are the two most common pairs for people to lose money on uh, because they are volatile. So, you know, learning, you know, where to put your stop loss, uh, as you mentioned, is super, super important. So it's cool that you're learning that. Um, as I said, I usually recommend people not start with gold, but you've been doing this a long time. So go for it. You can make a lot of money on gold. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely gets very wicky uh, depending on when you're trading it. Yeah. Well, that's another thing I've learned is to not, I'll, I'll wait till it's not as wicky. And that's one of the things I like about the beginning of the Asian session. It's usually more, m- less of a large ATR, less of a large, mm-hmm. smaller ATR. So, I mean, in in kind of in conclusion, because we've got to kind of wrap our time up here, Bob, is, uh, you know, really appreciate you coming on and joining today and kind of sharing uh, your learnings and your experiences over the uh, over the past, uh, you know, couple decades. Um, I think think uh, I think, as Levi said, you're so close to being able to be consistently profitable and making money. So would Mm -hmm. love to uh, essentially let's uh, keep going at it, man. And let's say let's have a follow up here in three to six months. Let's have another follow up call where we we get you on here and let's see what kind of progress and what you've learned. And let's uh, let's let's see the journey. We'd love to love to follow this journey and see how it goes over the next uh, next year or two to where you get to consistent profitability. Um, and then, of course, we got to have a celebration once you do, right? Yeah, nothing like like that follow up to add a little more um, pressure, but also accountability and discipline. Thank you. <laughs>